0: In this English lesson, I wanted to help you learn the English phrase to push someone's buttons. If you push someone's buttons, it means you know how to make them upset. It means you know how to make them angry. Usually this happens a lot between people that know each other. I know when I was a kid, my brother really knew how to push my other brother's buttons. My one brother knew how to make my other brother angry. In fact, one of my brothers as well was really good at pushing my parents' buttons. He knew exactly what to say and he knew exactly what to do in order to make my parents very, very angry. I hope my brother's not watching right now. I'm kind of giving away some family secrets. But the phrase to push someone's buttons means you know exactly what to say, you know exactly what to do to make someone you know get really upset and really angry. It's not a nice thing to do. The second phrase I wanted to teach you today is the phrase don't push it. When you say to someone don't push it, it usually means you've warned them to stop doing what they're doing and they've started doing it again. This sometimes happens in the classroom. Sometimes a student will be behaving a certain way and I'll say to them, hey, this is your first warning. You need to stop talking. And if they start talking again, I might say, hey, don't push it. And what I mean by that is you've already been warned once. The fact that you're doing it again means you might have to leave the classroom or you might have to go talk to the principal if you don't listen to what I'm saying. So to review, When you know how to push someone's buttons, it means you know what to say and you know what to do to make them very upset and angry. By the way, there are students that know how to push their teacher's buttons too, to make their teacher upset. And if you say to someone, don't push it, it means they need to stop what they're doing because otherwise they're going to get in trouble. Um, By the way, this lesson isn't because I had a bad day at school. It's not because I had bad students in my class. In fact, I have really nice students this semester. I almost always do, but this semester I have really, really nice students. So it's not an English lesson based on my experience today or anything like that. But hey, let's look at a comment from a previous video. This is from Mohammed, and Mohammed says, Hi Bob, I wanna be honest. I thought that my last comment was good enough to be shown by you but it seems that Alexi has stolen the show. Anyways, I'm going to leave a comment every day to to show off in order to reach my goal. And my response to Mohammed was this, all the comments are good. Sometimes it's hard for me to choose one. Sometimes I pick one at random, but mostly I look for one that can benefit everyone. This one is great because I can teach the phrase good enough. So thanks, Muhammad, for that comment. Um, I know you are looking forward to seeing your comment on the screen, so hopefully this made you smile. Uh, it's a good comment. I love it that you use the phrase good enough. When something is good enough, it means that it's exceptional enough or it has enough good qualities that it is chosen for something or it's ranked as the best. So I'm not saying your comment was the best, but it was a really good comment and I'm glad that you left it. Um, The other phrase I used was to choose, I pick one at random. When you do something at random, it means that uh, you kind of close your eyes and pick one. Sometimes on the screen, I'll just scroll down the comments a bit and then I'll just point my finger at the screen, uh, point my finger at the screen with my eyes closed and I'll randomly pick the comment that's under my finger. But most times I read through them and I find a comment that I know will just be helpful and beneficial to everyone. Anyways, thanks again, Mohammed, for that comment. Um, yeah, just a little bit about today. Uh, I'm back at work, like I said, in-person teaching. I had a good day, but man, I am tired when I come home. I don't know why. I'm not doing that much. Um, the work isn't that different from teaching from home, but it must just be mentally fatiguing a bit. Anyways, see you in a couple of days with another short English lesson. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me,